Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Thursday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500. V-Dowd Muska here to my left, and we've got a great show prepared for you. And I do have to say, it's a uh, great day yesterday, not such a good day today. Your governor is back at it. Are you okay there, yeah, young fine. man? Uh, <laughs> but your governor is back at it. She yeah. cannot help herself. Um, the- I attempted to try and carry her news conference, but you can literally hear her lack of confidence. You can hear the lack of uh, ability to kind of direct our state. I can't listen to that. Um, she's driving this state into the ground faster than any other state in the country. Um, I don't even know where to go anymore with this. So let me set up the show for you, D. Dad Muska. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Mr. Aragon. And I must say, you sounded, I know we've had some dark times in the last 45 minutes or so, but yep. last night you sounded, I think what's that old expression, my heart feels like an alligator. You you, you were in your glory and oh, you had you such great callers last oh, yeah. night. The, the, man, the call of the night was, she sounds like an angry, man-hating female corporate executive. <laughs> that was the caller of the night. I'm glad you tuned great. in. That was yeah. fun. We have a new caller, uh, Chris, from Texas. Uh, some oh, yeah. other callers as well. Uh, I counted all uh, in all last night 14 callers. And then, of course, we carried just a little bit of Michael Savage so we get some different perspective. And I continued all the way until 11 o'clock. But it was a seven-hour marathon uh, broadcast and worth every minute. So let me set up the show for today. We will cover the debate in the next segment, for those of you who didn't uh, get the total coverage last night, uh, we had actually all the way until 11. I was uh, pretty hard on about 85 to 90 online listeners. Wow. So we were pretty much in the realm of six to 7,000 people. Yeah, who that were late in the evening. Us. Yeah, so that was nice. I uh, don't remember to catch us on AM, AM 1600, FM, and FM 93.7, and then Kiva.am, ABQ.fm, and then RockOfTalk.com. We'll talk about uh, why Donald Trump will surprise you on Election Day. And the Election Day has already started. So if you can get out and vote, please do. We'll tell you more why here in the next couple of minutes. Your reactions and texts at the end of the hour. Um, some of you really think that this is your time to shine. You're going to go ahead and uh, reach out to your friends and relatives and various other people and let people know that you're going to uh, call into the radio show. If you think you're going to monopolize my time and uh, provide uh, useless information to us, uh, you will be rightly escorted off the uh, audio premises. Uh, i got to tell you, I'm literally sick of it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, second hour. Employment in blue states. Employment numbers came out. Are we going to talk about Microsoft, California, and all of the policies that are being put forward? There are some really interesting things that you can see at newsabq.com. And then Hinkle Family Fund Center trying to fight for its longevity. Uh, some sort of vitality at this point, Dowd. Hmm. This is something that uh, we have to uh, really dig into, and I will be reaching out uh, uh, to them uh, directly. Uh, it, she is picking and choosing her winners. Yep. I'm incredibly angry at the governor today because she's angry about the fact that uh, Kamala Harris got her ass handed to her yesterday. Mm-hmm. i, I got to tell you. We'll talk about CD3, CD2, the race, sports, woke sports is uh, broke sports, and then our third hour news marathon, which has turned into... Quite the uh, interesting uh, little hour. i got to say, uh, when I'm listening, especially in our podcast, wherever they might be, I can listen all the way through, Dowd, and I really enjoy 
Uh, you can tell how much fun we're having uh, we, on the show. We we got to have fun with it because we're in a troubled era of our, our American history, aren't we? <laughs> and state history. We have to we have a little. Let, let us have a little fun with it. All right. So yesterday, New Mexico reported a large spike in COVID nineteen cases. Local news media is reporting that we are the third largest in the country. By what metric? I have yet to actually get the discernment so that we can. Uh, I have that information it. for you. Do you? It is. Is um, it by proportion of the total number of people in the population? How are they cutting those numbers up? This, What's the alarming uh, statistic? <laughs> this information was handed to Doctor Disgrace just before he went on the conference from Trip Stelnecki, the the noted public health official, uh, who was actually PR the, guy, the PR and, guy, uh, uh, horrible. Yep. Uh, angry uh, human being. Yes. Uh, so, according to the uh, the head of our Department of Human Services, uh, uh, the, uh, the the flack their flack is uh, handing him information as he goes before the. What, camera. what is the flack? Is that a, a acronym for something? Uh, no, the flack means a PR guy. Okay, got it. Thank Old you. Old expression. Okay, <laughs> sorry about that. I don't know that. Yeah, that's trip. That's trip. And if you can't trust trip, Eddie, what drives me crazy about these people is they throw that word science at you, but when they want to further their narrative. They're perfectly comfortable throwing out anecdotes. Um, so when the science seems to help their cause, that's fine. When it doesn't, but when they have a nice little juicy anecdote to throw at us and scare all the moms in suburbia, they'll use that too. Um, the term that I want to use today, ladies and gentlemen, and I, I think it's going to be called, I think it's potentially a Slavic term, IRUS. IRUS. It's an acronym. Extreme risk of uncontrollable spread. That's according to the governor. That's what we're facing right now. E R U S. Extreme risk. Let, let me stop you there, Dowd. It should be stated that before she actually said it, because I was monitoring, I carried it for a moment uh, on our radio station for about 15 minutes. I'm like, we, we can't subject our no. listeners to this Cruel. stuff, especially after a big win yesterday. Um, as I was monitoring this, I noticed the Albuquerque Journal and KOB Channel 4, I get both of their, their they released it at the very same time, their push notifications. Uh, to all of your phones that uh -huh. said, "Oh yeah, we're 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 on the the borderline," and that was before she even said it. She didn't say it until ten minutes later. This stuff is coordinated, folks. I told you yesterday they're coordinating with all the local media. Yep, yep. And they're they're friendly enough already, so I'm sure they're willing to do her bidding. Yep. All right. We're so here, here we go. 426 new cases, COVID-19, second highest daily, uh, second highest daily case count. Um, but do we know that uh, breakdown of the third highest in the country? Are we aware? Unless Tripp supplies it, he just handed it to Doctor Disgrace before he went on before the camera. You know? Yeah, um, she does not care about you. She no. doesn't care about businesses. She doesn't care about restaurants. No. She's suggesting that you know don't don't visit any more than two to three places uh, per day. Um, she's blaming you. She's back to that whole routine, uh, scolding you. Um, the uh, governess is uh, back into her fine form. So. Here's what the news media is releasing. The average positivity rate has climbed over the past two weeks from 2.1 to 3.65%. Now, let's talk about that from the standpoint of the proportionality of the number of people who are taking tests. We have an increased number of people who are taking tests. We're approaching 1 million, 1 million tests here in the state of New Mexico. Is that half the population? You'd like to think so, but multiple people are getting multiple tests. Yeah, good point. So if you look at this, it's probably you're looking at probably one-tenth of the population of the total people. Uh, it's punitive towards the counties that are not in favor of Michelle Lujan Grisham. Yes. Uh, if you think that she's not going to go ahead and restrict or shut down this economy, you are mistaken. Okay, here is the data, and I save this specifically for you. Now, I have my friends, quote-unquote friends, who 
Corps and state government, and I wanted to kind of give you the lead up until today. This is why I've been alluding to this, and for you idiot Facebook friends of mine who have been turning around and telling me, hey, you need to stop this. There's not going to be a second shutdown. She's not going to shut down the polls. You're stupid. Okay? So here we go. Take a listen. This will bother you. According to one state employee, state has been telling programs to prepare for another shutdown throughout the month of October. Two separate meetings this week where department leaders have mentioned that we need to prepare for another shutdown in October. Uh, There's an increase in COVID-19 in daycare centers in the south. Alamo Navajo Reservation near Socorro is on lockdown. I repeat, Alamo Navajo Reservation near Socorro is on lockdown. Why are tribal communities not planning on opening early voting sites? They were given about a million dollars from the feds to increase accessibility to voter to voting to honor Native American voting rights. Shutting down voting booths right now is limiting access to the use uh, to use the words of our blue friends, disenfranchising voters. And finally, why is the largely Hispanic organization trying to convince New Mexico Native American tribal government leaders to advocate for the release of funds for the New Mexico land grant? Why is this Hispanic group telling tribal leaders that the land grant is built on resources? from indigenous lands, and only corporate entities are benefiting from this fund. So they are preparing for it. You need to understand that this could be imminent within the next couple of days. It is overall the way to look at what's happening across the rest of the country and how it's going to impact us here. And she's playing politics. This is not about health. The spike has more to do with the number of people who are taking tests, who have antibodies. There's two people currently, two people, two people, hospitalized at the University of New Mexico Hospital, despite the quote-unquote increase. The number of flights, 23 overnights over the last 24 hours that we have seen. I should say over the last 24 hours, we have seen 23 flights that have been coming from various places. Are all those uh, COVID-related? Dow would be happy to provide you with the fly, uh, flight data. Mm-hmm. I just counted 24 hours because, you know, I can't keep up with absolutely everything. So there you go. Now, jumping on top of this, the uh, mayor of Albuquerque... <laughs> So, this guy is so stupid. He really is. Keller, you're stupid, dude. You got to stop, man. Seriously, like, it's insane. I know who you are, and I know you cannot believe what you're actually putting out. This Mm -hmm. is just PR bluster at this point. You've had the two highest days, and you're talking about how your COVID-19 response is excellent. A marketing advantage, marketing advantage for the city. It's a marketing advantage. I'm not even. I, this is real. Okay. Uh, <sighs> calls at the end of the hour, please. On a relative basis, Albuquerque stands to be a huge winner. What? Does anybody feel like we're winning? Who are they talking to? Is this a stop bagging, start bragging yeah, room? Yeah, is, that, yeah. is that who you're talking to? Blade drinkers. Well, the pandemic has exacerbated existing problems like crime and homelessness. <laughs> yeah. Tellers that the city has noticeably lower rates of infection than cities like Denver, Austin, and Phoenix as of late September, which could give it a marking advantage over other western cities. Stop. Just stop. This is idiocy. Nothing says out of touch like this. And I will contend, you know, on a different note. We'll have Mike Geyer here tomorrow. On a different note, he couldn't have made a worse move than firing the chief of police. You know, Do you know the number of candidates who are actually available? I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there's over 38 uh, chiefs of police that are vacant, temporary. Medina, this is like a home run for him. He's yeah. going to be permanent. Because who's going to, who in the hell is going to even want, if you're trying to market something, why would you market the city of Albuquerque chief of police job? 
We've struggled again, losing so much population and talent to all these other hipper, cool, trendier places. That trend is reversing. That's who. He has no data to What are that. you talking about? This is bluster, bro. Come on. There's no dispute. We are a healthier place to live during a pandemic. What does that even this mean? This is incredibly sad. I, 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 are we just grasping at straws? Is this Michelle Lujan Grisham and Tim Keller just grasping at straws? As we headlong into this uh, election. Just, just hold your arms out, Timmy. It makes it harder for them, the guys in the white coats, to throw the net over you. It's sad. No, it really is. It is absolutely sad. A place that's actually pretty healthy, just named... Uh, <laughs> county is named healthiest in the United States. Well, that's about 110 miles from here. A place called Los Alamos, also known as the Atomic City. Los Alamos' score was 100 points, while Douglas County ranked second with a score of 91.5 points. Yeah, because nobody goes up that hill, and hardly anybody comes down that hill. <laughs> and hardly anybody comes out of those homes. Mm. I've, drove, I've driven that road so many times. I cannot tell you how many times I've done the, uh, the loop from here to Hemis to Los Alamos to the backside of Santa Fe coming back, especially during this time of year. This is the time I do it generally once or twice a year. And I can tell you right now, yeah, it's always been that way. But to tout that, or the mayor of Albuquerque to tout that we're one of the healthiest places and we're, we have a marketing advantage versus Phoenix and Denver and Salt Lake City, it's absolutely idiotic. Michelle Grisham is prepping you for the next shutdown, folks. Yep. At this point, it looks like it's going to be happening next week. Next Thursday. She is angry. She's upset. And those polls, yeah, they're, on the, they're teetering on the brink of shutting down as well. 550-5500. 550-5500. If you want to text in. Let me read your uh, text messages very quickly. Eddie Melinda here. Just watch the governor scolding the citizens again. It's our fault that the cases are going up wearing masks while we are in our cars now. Total insanity is now the rule of the day. How many signatures do we need to impeach? Impeachmlg.com. Another 135,000. Just send them in, please. I, I don't want to sit here and tell you about the total number. Uh, just send them in. Why can't we just do that? Okay? New Mexico is now the Oblivion Express, the old Brian Auger Group. Oh, that's funny. Uh, what about Ruth? I don't believe they exist. I'm not sure what uh, Jason's referring to there, but he texted you as well and all that. 421 back and for AM 1600 KIVA 93.7 FM. I did all my VP analysis last night. We'll do just a little bit when sure. we return, plus a uh, Sean Hannity monologue.